Welcome to the Supernatural Life Podcast with Chad Gonzalez, a podcast all about helping you connect with God so you can manifest God to the world. Now, here's your host, Chad Gonzalez. Hey friends, this is Chad Gonzalez. Welcome to this episode of the Supernatural Life Podcast. It's our goal to help you connect with God so you can manifest God to your world. I'm so very excited about the month of March. We've got some great meetings ahead. March 4th and 5th, we're in Pacific, Missouri. March 17th through the 19th, we're in Columbia, South Carolina. March 25th through the 26th, we are in Sterling, Virginia. And then in the evening of the 26th, we'll be in Timberville, Virginia. Uh, And then going into April, we're going to be in Decatur, Texas, San Angelo, Texas. And we're also going to be in Big Bear Lake, California. So if you are in the area, or if you would like to just make a trip, uh, which we've been seeing a lot of that uh, take place over the last year, we would absolutely love to see you there. I always enjoy the meetings, not only for the the meetings itself, but we also get to meet so many of you for the very first time, and especially those of you that are partners. Thank you so very much for your, your prayers, your encouragement, your support, your financial support, and also for your support and coming out to the meetings. It's just a real joy. Uh, to meet so many of our partners that travel from different states and different cities, sometimes even different countries, coming to these meetings. I can't tell you how, how honored I am to have you there. So thank you so very much for all that you do. Hey, I want to make mention of our major project for 2023. It is time to expand. Uh, we're going after a bigger building, a bigger place where we have more office space, uh, more area for production, warehouse. And also, for a state-of-the-art studio, it's been my dream to have just a state-of-the-art studio that we could use not only for our filming, our content, our healing academy, but also so we could have it set up to have like a live studio audience. We could do some training, some smaller meetings. There's a lot of things we're wanting to do. Uh, The vision has gotten greater as the ministry has gotten bigger. But in order for those things to increase, our, our space, our building is going to have to increase, and so we just felt like it's time to go after that. And so if you'd like to be a partner with us in that, you can very simply go to our brand new, redesigned, fresh, clean-looking website, chadgonzalez.com. We've got a link there for our, our building campaign, our building fund. If you'd like to be a part of that, man, that'd be so awesome. We very much appreciate all of your support in that. And then lastly, I want to make mention of the Advanced Conference. I'm so excited about this. This is our annual conference held right here in Tampa, Florida. And it's going to be June 1st and June 2nd. So mark your calendars. Services will be Thursday night at 7 p.m., Friday morning at 10 a.m., and Friday night at 7 p.m. The conference is going to be held at Crossover Church in Tampa, Florida. They're allowing us to use their facilities for this. And so we're, we're so very grateful for that. But I'm very, very excited about this conference. This is going to be our first annual conference here. And we are so looking forward to seeing so many of you at this. We've got some great things planned for you. It's going to be awesome. And the reason we're doing a Thursday night and then a Friday, Friday morning, Friday night, is so that you've got time to enjoy the weekend here at these beautiful beaches. Uh, The conference is going to be held at Crossover Church, which is actually just right down the road from Bush Gardens. So you have a lot of options here. For just some fun with friends and family, uh, spiritual refreshing on Thursday and Friday, and then you have Saturday and Sunday to go to Bush Gardens or go to the beach, or if you want to drive over to Orlando, you've got Disney World, Universal, 
just go have some fun and relax and refresh. So mark your calendars June 1st and June 2nd. And I know I said last thing, but this is really my last thing. Just want to make you aware, if you're not aware, our brand new book, The Supernatural Prayer of Jesus, uh, published by Destiny Image Publishers, it is coming out April 4th. We are less than a month away from this, and I am pumped for this. This book is going to be a game changer for so many of you. It's just going to open your eyes to what Jesus really, truly came to do for us and making us a brand new creation in Christ Jesus. It releases April 4th, but you can go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble right now, and you can pre-order it, but the release date is April 4th. And for those of you that's been following us, man, if you would get a copy of that, leave us a review for it, we would absolutely appreciate that. We're so thankful for all of you guys and your, your faithfulness and your support and all that you do. Okay, enough of all the business stuff. Let's get into our message for this month. And I'm going to tell you right now, you just need to grab a hold of your seat and hold on because I'm going to talk about some things, mention some things that in many ways would rock the world of not only the world by, by all means, but very much so even the church. I want to propose a thought to you, propose a reality to you that I've been seeing in Scripture. I've talked about this some, but I'm going to go into it in a little bit more detail. So a few weeks ago, I made a post on social media, and there was a Christian person that had commented on it. I'd made a post about how sickness wasn't normal. And this person responded and said, well, you know, I never really thought about it like that. I just assumed that regardless if you're a Christian or not, that sickness is just a normal part of life. It's something we deal with. We something we, we believe God for healing and ask him for healing, but sickness is just normal. He said, I never thought about that. So it made me kind of take a step back and reflect a little bit. I'm always analyzing myself, analyzing the things that I teach, always reflecting because I want to get better, uh, but I also want to progress. I want to go further. And if people are asking this question, then it makes me take a step back and, and wonder, okay, are we explaining this more? How much more is there to it? But this was a question I really began to wonder. Why is it that we think that it's normal? But why is it that even in the church we think sickness and disease is normal? Well, I have a thought I want to propose to you. And here it is. The day that you died with Jesus is the day that disease died in your life. Think about that for a moment. Now I'm going to give you a lot of scripture. I'll give you some thoughts about this. So first of all, let's start off with Luke chapter 10 and verse 19. Many of us have listened to this, heard this statement before by Jesus in which he said, I give you authority. He's talking to the disciples. He said, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So this is under the old covenant, you understand. Jesus is still operating under the old covenant. And he tells them, I give you authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So even under the old covenant, we see that sickness and disease, it was normal, but God had given, given people, given his covenant people authority over it. He'd given them promises that they didn't have to experience it. We even see that in Psalm 91, where it says, no plague, no calamity will come near this tent, come near this house, come near my body, will not touch me because of my dwelling in him. 
And we see Jesus telling the disciples, I'm giving you authority over this. So that's under the old covenant. Well, when we come over into the new covenant, it gets a little interesting because we see statements like this in Colossians uh, chapter 2 and verse 15. It says that Jesus, he disarmed principalities and powers and he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them in it. So when Jesus arose victorious over death, hell, and the grave, he had a triumphant procession. He had a parade, parading his enemy as defeated. It says he disarmed them. So he took away their weaponry that they had against us. In Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13, it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. So we see two things right here, and that number one, the demonic forces were disarmed. Now, we know that sickness and disease doesn't come from God. It comes from the devil. And if this was a weapon that they had, well, Jesus disarmed them. And not only that, we see that Jesus redeemed us. He set us free from the curse of the law. Well, we see that sickness and disease didn't come into the earth until Adam's sin. The curse is what released the flow of sickness and disease into the world. And the Bible tells us very clearly, very blatantly in Galatians chapter 3, that Jesus, he redeemed us from the curse. He redeemed us from, from the effects of that. So we see Satan has been disarmed, and we see that we've been redeemed from the curse. But then in Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13, it gets even better. The apostle Paul tells us this. He's delivered us from the power of darkness. So not only have we been delivered, been set free from it, but then he says, and Jesus transferred us into his kingdom. We have been transferred into the kingdom of the sun. We've been transferred into the kingdom of the light. So see, a lot of us Christians, we have the idea that Jesus set us free from the power of the devil, but then he just left us there. No, Jesus didn't just leave us there. He took us out of the kingdom of darkness and he placed us into his kingdom. He placed us into his kingdom. And this is where it becomes very important that you and I become more spirit conscious than we are body conscious. Or you could say become more heaven conscious than we are earth conscious. Because if you're looking at the circumstances of the world and thinking that's normal, well, then you're still seeing yourself as living out of the kingdom of darkness, even though Jesus put you into the kingdom of light. You see, we live in a kingdom, the kingdom of God. We live in a kingdom in which, number one, Satan has been disarmed. Number two, Satan does not rule. And number three, there's no disease. Now think about that. Let me put it to you this way, and I think this will help a little bit. Is there any disease in heaven? Is there any disease in the, in the place of heaven? No. We know that to be true. There's no disease there. That's the domain of the king. And yet the Bible also tells us that the kingdom of God is within us. Jesus transferred us into another kingdom. 
so that even though we may be in this world, we're still living from another kingdom. We're living in another kingdom while we are here. It's almost like even though we're here, we're walking in another dimension. I know it sounds a little sci-fi, but it's all scripture. And actually, if you haven't gotten our book, An Alternate Reality, you need to get it. We kind of touch on some of these things, but I'm going even further right now than we did in that book. Just some things I've been seeing over the last few months. So we're in this kingdom in which disease is just not, it's not there. It's not there. It's interesting when you begin to see what Paul says throughout Colossians. In Colossians chapter 2 and in verse 8 and 9, he makes this statement. He said, don't let anyone cheat you. Have you ever read that? Have you ever thought about that? He says, don't let anyone cheat you. Don't let anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the traditions of men, the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. In other words, don't be cheated out of what Jesus has done for you and provided for you because you're living according to what the world calls normal. Because you're living according to traditions. Because you're living according to the world's normal. Don't let anyone cheat you. Because you're living according to those things and not according to Christ. He also makes this same statement in verse 18, continuing in chapter 2 of Colossians. Verse 18, he said, So don't let anyone cheat you of your reward, taking delight in false humility and worship of angels, intruding into those things which he has not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. Look at verse 19. And not holding fast to the head from whom all the body nourished and knit together by joints and ligaments grows with the increase that is from God. Therefore, verse 20, if you died with Christ from the basic principles of the world, here he goes again. If you died with Christ, your life changed. If you died with Christ, you died to the basic principles of the world. You died to what the world calls normal. This is why he continues talking in Colossians chapter 3. He says, verse 1, If you were raised up with Christ, then seek those things that are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Verse 2, set your mind on the things above not on the things of the earth, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ and God. In other words, you need to set your mind on heavenly realities, not earthly realities. Well, what is is the reality in heaven when it comes to sickness and disease? There is none. What is the reality? There is none and it cannot exist because of the purity of God, the light of God, the rightness, the righteousness of God the curse, disease, these things cannot exist. They cannot coexist where God is. Well, let me ask you a question. Is God in you? I would, I would dare say most of us do agree with what the Apostle Paul told the, the Corinthians, that we are the temple of God, the Spirit of God dwells on the inside of us. Well, If he is light and he's in us, that means there can be no darkness at all. Paul says in Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, do not be conformed to the world, 
but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so you can prove was that good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. If you're thinking like a sinner, you're going to get results like a sinner. If you're thinking like the world, you're going to get the normalcy of the world. Well, the world thinks that sickness and disease is normal. The world thinks that disease is just a normal part of life. The world thinks it's normal. We just hope that we don't get it. Well, if that's the way the world thinks, it should be far greater for the Christian because in reality, most Christians still think disease is just normal. But then you have some of us who actually do believe that the healing power of God is for today. And so that if sickness and disease did show up, I've got the authority in the name of Jesus to reject it and to tell it to go away. But I want to take it even a little bit further. I know. Welcome to the, the crazy, zany mind of Chad. But this is where I'm going. And I'm telling you, there's far more to this than what we have actually dared to think or realize. But hold your horses, and I want you to look at Romans chapter 5 and verse 14. It's very interesting because a couple of weeks ago, I was on a flight going to a conference I was speaking at, and this thought came to me. And, you know, things were kind of busy. I didn't have a lot of time to look at it, but I jotted it down. And then just a few days ago, I had some time to, to pull out my journal, pull out my notes, and started reading this and examining this. And it was just mind-blowing the things that the Lord was showing me through this. But Romans chapter 5, Romans chapter 5 and verse 14, it says this, Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not sinned, according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who's a type of him who is to come. So notice this, that from Adam to Moses, death was reigning. And underline this phrase, if you have your Bible right there, even over those who had not sinned. In other words, it didn't matter what people had done simply because of the position that they were in, simply because of the family that they were born into. It had nothing to do with their works. It had everything to do with their identity. Because of their identity, because of their position, death reigned like a master. In other words, they had no say-so in this. It just reigned because of their position. It was the flow that flowed into their life. You could say that they were a branch connected to a tree, and simply because of their connection, death was the flow. Now it goes on to say, in verse 17, it says, For if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness, they will reign in life through the one Jesus Christ. Let's read that again. If by the one man's offense death reigned. So notice, because of Adam's sin, death was reigning. Because of what he did. Not because of what the other people did, but because of what he did. Death reigned. Well, it says because of what Jesus did, 
when we receive of that grace and of the gift of righteousness, life reigns through that one. Not through you, it reigns through him. So in the very same way that death was reigning through Adam, or you could say in the very same way that disease was reigning through Adam, in the very same way, life, health, and healing is to reign in this life, reign through Jesus. And yet, not just in the same way, even greater way, because look at this. In verse 15, he said, the free gift is not like the offense. For if by the one man's offense many died, look at this, underline it, much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man, Jesus Christ, abounded to many. And it goes right along with verse 20. It says, moreover, the law entered that the offense would abound, but look at it, underline it, where sin abounded, grace abounded even much more. So that as sin reigned in death, even so grace would reign through righteousness to eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. This is the part that just caught my attention. I'm hammering on this. I'm being very repetitive on purpose. But this is what caught my attention. Because of the position, because of the connection, not because of their works, the flow of death reigned through Adam into all of those people simply because of their connection to him. They didn't have to confess sickness into their life. They didn't have to work to try to get disease in their life. It was just normal because of the flow, because of their connection. But in the same way that death reigned through that one, the grace of God, the grace of God, the life of God is to reign through Jesus Christ to us, not based on your works, not based on your actions, but based on him. Just like Adam's actions cause things to flow to those who are connected to him, Jesus' actions cause things to flow through those who were connected to him. So think about this. There wasn't an effort to get sick. There wasn't an effort to have disease show up. Why? It was just the natural flow. Well, just as sickness flowed without effort, then health should flow without effort, but even more so. It wasn't supposed to be an effort to be healed and to stay healed. Why? Because in reality, it's not supposed to be possible for us to have disease. Why is that? Because we see in 1 Peter 2.24 that by the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. Why? Because we died to sin. So it says in all of 1 Peter 2.24, you having died to sin so you could live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. He redeemed us from it. He didn't just set us free from the power of it. He absolutely removed the ability for it to flow in our life that you could actually say, like I've been saying for a while and I've been ridiculed about it, but you could actually say, it is impossible for me to be sick. But then people would say, but how is that possible? Because if you continue to read in Romans chapter 6 and verse 4, 
He said, therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in a new type of life. We are to be living the same type of life in which Jesus lives. I understand Jesus is in heaven, and we are here, but we are spirit beings. And that means that the life that he lives, I can live right now too because I'm joined to him because of the flow. Friend, I'm telling you, I'm about ready to jump up out of my chair right now. The flow. Because of the flow that flows from him and flows through me. It never was to be an effort, number one, to get healed and get healthy and stay healthy. But number two, not only was it not to be an effort, but also it wasn't even supposed to be possible that sickness and disease flow in my life. Why? Because I'm so filled with the life and the light of God, it just can't live here. And because of the kingdom in which I live in and operate in, disease cannot operate there. It's just not possible. It's not possible. It's not possible. But then people would say, okay, well, if it isn't possible, then why is it still happening? Because we're allowing ourselves to be cheated. We're allowing ourselves to live according to the basic principles, the standards, the normalcy of the world. See, the world says that it's normal to be sick. It's just a part of everyday life. And yet, sadly, in the church, we're still being told that it's normal to be sick, yet God's your healer. Jesus is your healer. See, we're being told how to get healed. Like, sickness and disease is even a possibility in my life. You see, if I'm constantly focusing on the fact of teaching people how to get healed, for being told how to keep sickness and disease away, which we do need to be taught about that, but if the focus is always on what you need to do, then the focus is always going to be on works instead of your position, instead of your identity, instead of the flow. What we need to be doing is teaching people who they are, not what they need to do. Why? Because it's the connection, because of the position, because of the position that I have in Christ, then there is a natural flow that is to take place. And because of that flow, it's impossible to be sick. But the only way I could get sick, the only way that disease could still operate in my life if I raise it back from the dead. Remember, the day that I died with Jesus is the day that disease died in my life. The only way disease could operate in my life if I think that that's normal, if I think I am susceptible to it, and if I do think that, it's because I don't realize I'm living in a kingdom in which disease cannot operate in. Essentially, you could say it like this. If disease is still operating in my life, I have decided to not operate in the kingdom of light, and I'm going to operate in the kingdom of darkness. And yet, even though I'm armed with the realities and the truths of my dominion and my authority over the devil, I'm trying to fight with my faith against something I've already been delivered from. I'm trying to fight with my faith against something that in reality has already been defeated in my life and cannot 
actually operate there when I put my faith there. Do you see what I'm saying? I am in a kingdom in which disease cannot operate. It cannot live. I am in a kingdom that not only can it not operate, it's just not there. We should be just as strong on teaching freedom from disease as we do sin. The day that I died in Christ is the day that disease died in my life forever. Forever. If we're constantly teaching people how to get free from sickness, we are getting them to work. We're getting them to step outside of grace and getting them to work. Instead, we need to teach people who they are about their position, and that puts you back in the place of grace where grace reigns. Grace flows through your position because of who you were connected to, the family you were born into, the kingdom that you were transferred into. Friend, my thought that I want to leave you for this month is this. Disease for the Christian is dead unless you think it's possible. Because once you think that it's possible, well, now you just open up the door for those things to be possible. I know what I'm saying. It seems kind of counterintuitive, but it's not. In the kingdom in which we live, disease is dead. But if I allow myself to think that disease is normal, if I allow myself to think that I'm even susceptible to disease, I have just stepped outside of the kingdom of light. And now I've decided to operate in the kingdom of darkness with my dominion and with my authority. It never was supposed to be an effort. It never was supposed to be even a thought about disease. Why? Because it's dead. I can't get sick. As a Christian, we cannot get sick unless we think it's possible. So my thought with you is this. What's possible? It's a question I've been asking myself and, and many that's been listening for several months. What's possible? What's possible for a man united with Christ? What's possible for us as a brand new creation in Christ Jesus? What's possible? What's possible? Well, I'm telling you, this right here is not just a possibility. It is a fact. It is a reality that in the kingdom of God, disease is dead. And if I'm living in this kingdom, if I was transferred into this kingdom, it is impossible for disease to be in my life. Praise God. Well, we'll leave you there. I know this is a lot uh, for you to kind of chew on and think on, but I want you to meditate on it. I want you to think about it. Take these scriptures, go through, look at these things, think about this, and watch the revelation that begins to come and the perspective that begins to change in your life as you begin to see things in this world according to the realities of heaven. Praise God. Well, friends, thank you so very much for joining us this month. Again, those of you that are partners with Chad Gonzalez Ministries, thank you so very much for all that you do. If you're not a partner and you would like to be a partner, you can very simply go to chadgonzalez.com, be a part of the dream team. We'd absolutely love to see you join the team. And again, as a reminder, mark your calendars June 1st and June 2nd for the advanced conference. It's going to be awesome. And then, hey, April 4th, get your copy. Brand new release, brand new book by Destiny Image Publishers. I'm so excited about it. The supernatural prayer of Jesus. It'll change your life. God bless you, friend. Remember in Christ, we always win. We'll talk to you next month for another episode of the Supernatural Life Podcast.